the dance team. She had to be responsible, or, you know, as responsible as possible. She had put the jade Buddha statues from the living room under her bed, pulled down the wooden Venetian blinds, and then called her mom and dad to make sure they wouldn't be coming home early after another pointless argument with their friends over Savignon pairings. All had seemed well, or well enough, on the only vineyard in central Kansas. They wouldn't be home until tomorrow afternoon. Kelsey had also promised her sister she would lock her bedroom door. Michelle didn't want anyone spilling beer on her paintings. But wouldn't that give them more character? Kelsey always joked. Michelle didn't find it funny. Ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, shit. She'd forgotten to lock Michelle's door. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Hannah was really getting up there. Close to Kelsey's record. Too close. Kelsey looked at Hannah's concentrated upside-down face. You had enough, Hannah T? Hannah responded by continuing to swallow beer. Kelsey knew how to deal with Michelle. She imagined her sister's fist forming when she saw her sticky stereo equipment. They were a couple of punchers, the two of them. What did their parents expect? Making twins share a room most of their lives? No headshots, no kidney shots, but the rest was fair game. The fights usually ended in split lips. It's how they show affection, their parents had told suspicious teachers when they were younger. It's healthy. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Shoulder to shoulder, red-faced partygoers crowded the keg, getting louder. Kelsey forced herself to chant with them. She started to plan her concession speech. And so the time has come. I must pass the keg stand mantle. But right at 23 seconds, the younger girl lifted a finger, the universal Lawrence High keg stand symbol for defeat. Guiding Hannah's skinny legs back down to the floor, Kelsey allowed herself a celebratory swig and a couple of fist pumps. Don't worry, Hannah, Kelsey's co-captain Jillian said. Kel's keg stand record is higher than her ACT score. Shut up, Kelsey said. Nice job, Hannah T. Hannah made an elaborate, tipsy bow and accepted a glass of water Jillian had gotten her from the sink. Ingrid draped a long arm around Kelsey's neck and spoke in the terrible British accent she always adopted when she had been drinking. My dear, I see an extremely attractive college fellow in the corner. I believe he belongs to you. Kelsey searched the dim room. Davis's parted sweep of dark hair was towering above a couple of baseball players and the yearbook editor. She could hear snatches of his baritone. And I was like, give me the hammer. You've obviously never held a hammer in your life. Kelsey maneuvered toward him. Michelle's security emergency could wait. Everyone was down here anyway. Even Michelle's friends, who were standing in the corner, looking like anthropologists studying a youth species from under their asymmetrical haircuts. But no Michelle, nor her boyfriend. Not boyfriend. More like object of temporary and obsessive lust. Kelsey had even offered to pick Michelle and what's-his-abs up after the game, but she never answered. Because of him... Michelle didn't even respond to the Facebook invite for a party at her own house. Davis caught Kelsey's eye, flashed a smile. 
And then I walked out of there with a free shelf. Hello. He bent to Kelsey, all other conversations now over. Hello, handsome, she replied. She took his face in her hands and kissed him. His skin smelled like he'd been partying. When did you get here? Davis lifted her up and pulled her into a piggyback. Just now. All the frat row parties were like, if you don't have a girl, you can't come in, so. Lucky for me. Lucky for you. Davis advanced, causing her to accidentally kick a cheerleader or two. Where are you taking me? To Beerland, Davis called. Hannah T. stood swaying near the keg, sipping water. She looked at Kelsey on Davis's back, to her arms around his solid chest, and back to Kelsey. Who is that? Kelsey laughed.